Hello from Clio Cloud Conference 2018 in New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm Kelly Street. And I'm Steven Silberbach. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. Thank you so much for joining us on the road. It is a pleasure to be here in the home of the beignet. Today, we're talking about how every lawyer is also a salesperson, a personal uh, passion uh, title of mine. But before we get started, we'd like to thank our longtime sponsor, Clio, whose conference is being featured in this series of episodes. If you like what you're hearing, definitely check out their conference for real, along with 1,500 other legal professionals at next year's 2019 Clio Cloud Conference. For more information, visit cliocloudconference.com. That's C-L-I-O cloudconference.com. All right, now we need to get into it. So our guest today, Stephen, tell me a little bit more about yourself. Give me a little bio. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, by the way. This is great to be here. I am Steven Silberback. I'm the Senior VP of Global Sales at Clio. I've been with the company for over five years now. I've been in sales my entire career, been to every Clio Cloud Conference. Really excited to talk to you today. Yes, and I am excited to talk to you. As a former salesperson, I really enjoyed your session. And um, like I said, lawyers thinking of themselves as salespeople is kind of a, a thing that um, I spat off about a lot. But tell me about generally what was your presentation about and your idea of what lawyering as a salesperson. Yeah, so what I spoke about today, uh, I'm also pretty passionate about. Um, what I tried to speak about today was helping lawyers to understand that one, they need to be salespeople, whether they think so or not, because uh, all of our data tells us that they don't have as much business as they would like to have. So they have to go out and find their own. So what I tried to do today is help them understand what they can and cannot do as far as selling goes, um, give them some guidelines, and help them understand that the best place that they can leverage what they are allowed to do is figure out how to articulate an amazing value proposition, and then take that out to the world of selling in law and see if they can drum up some additional business. Yeah, and I think the difference with um, thinking of sales, instead of thinking of sales, you think of value, yes. and creating value, and letting people know your value, I think that's really important, and I think that can help a lot of lawyers get over the uncomfortability of just going out there, you think you're slinging business cards, but that's not what you're talking about. So what is value? That's a great question. Value, I think, is at the heart of all great salespeople. I spoke about this in my, in my talk today that the greatest salespeople are great at articulating value in whatever it is they are selling, whether it's a hard product, whether it's technology like I sell, or whether it's services like lawyers sell. What I was trying to do today is help them understand that in order to stand out from a very crowded field of lawyers who are all very capable, who all have law degrees, they have to find a way to differentiate. They have to find a way to articulate what makes them special, what their special sauce is. And my goal today was helping them think about value in potentially a different way. One of the examples I gave was, your law degree is in no way a differentiator for lawyers. Many of them do, it's important, they have to have it, but it is in no way a differentiator so I tried to get lawyers to think about how can I think about the real value I deliver to my clients. That's what we spent our time talking about today. Yeah, and it was awesome. You gave this great analogy of um, 
the, the Black & Decker company, they were talking about trying to figure out their value proposition. And I liked that you, you went a step beyond what they thought their value was. And you were like, no, it's not that we're selling a drill. It's that we're selling a, the experience of having a deck or of hosting a party out on that deck. And that is at the absolute heart of true value. You're not selling, as a lawyer, you're not selling a contract or you're not selling the, you know, a will or something like that. You are selling what is beyond those things. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right, and I think that uh, I'm glad to hear that that example resonated because it's a it's an old story, but a great one around how to understand that in today's modern world, differentiation is everything. Black and Decker's example was there's a million other companies that make drills. If you're just going to call it a drill, you're not any different. I think it holds true for lawyers as well. Every lawyer has a law degree, and they do great work, but they have to differentiate in a very crowded market. My goal was to get them to think like that drill that it's not about the drill or even the hole that it it can create. It's about the deck that comes at the end of it. That's the real value and that's why people go to Home Depot to buy a drill because they want to build a deck. And yeah. I want lawyers to think about their services that they deliver, not because I need your legal expertise, but I need you to help me give, give me some peace of mind or solve a really important problem for me or uh, help me fix an emergency situation that I'm in. That's what I was hoping that, for them to understand and figure out how to articulate to win more business. Yeah. And from drills, kicking into modern times, you talked about the Ritual app, yes. which I have recently become obsessed with yes. because we just got it. I live in Minneapolis and yep. we just got it there. Yep. And it's really cool. So will you talk about that? And, and yeah, absolutely. There? So very quickly, Ritual is an app that essentially allows you to pre-order food on an app in high dense areas where people are busy trying to get breakfast and lunch really quickly. And I have no financial stake in Ritual. We just love it too. My office in Toronto where all my sales team lives, we, we literally live on the Ritual app. And the, the concept there was the same, that the obvious value propositions are not what they're going after. It's clearly valuable for consumers to be able to get their meals quickly and to save time and not have to stand in line and deal with payments. There's no question that that's valuable. But the real value that Ritual brings is they go to the restaurants and they deliver significantly increased demand. That's all they talk about. And for most people, nobody would understand that that is the real value proposition to their customer. It was fascinating even for me. I'm a huge fan of it too. I'm, I'm a student of value and how to create value. And I was fascinated talking to the CEO as he articulated in what has become a very modern crowded market. They compete with Uber Eats and Skip the Dishes and all the other guys who are out there trying to get your, your dollars to help get your food to you. These guys are a, are a step above everything that they're doing. Yeah, and I, I was fascinated by the CEO's take on what their value proposition is because as a user, you know, for everybody out there, it, they have this gamification element. Right. You get points and then you get money off based on those points yeah. and you can pick up other people's lunches and it, it's this whole thing. And so here I am as a user thinking, oh, well, they're clearly just trying to win from the others by making it more fun right. to get your lunch and then getting a discount. But that is not at all what it is. No. And uh, yeah, so it just blew my mind. And that's exactly what I say when I was speaking to the CEO. I go, your value is obvious and it's very valuable. He goes, absolutely. But that's everything we package up as features and functions. When we go to a restaurant and say, I'm going to increase your business by X percentage that you could never do uh, without our product. And that was amazing. And that was the point that I hope uh, the attorneys in the room were able to understand is even modern day, 
um, high technology companies have to figure out how to go two or three levels deeper to really design, find value that's going to resonate with a, in a very crowded marketplace. And there is no more crowded marketplace and no less differentiated marketplace than the legal industry. Yep. And you spoke to that with Jordan Furlong's article that um, we can make sure that we have LinkedIn in the notes here. But uh, he wrote an article about lawyers as salespeople. And it was really fascinating to hear that lawyers think that they sell time, expertise, excellent solutions, but really they're not really selling any of those things. And they're so generic. And that's the point of a value proposition, right? Is that right. it's not a generic experience. Right. Yeah, exactly right. It was a great article and it really helped inform my thinking around um, how should lawyers be thinking about uh, their own value. And that article, which I hope your listeners will get a chance to read, um, really hammers at home that lawyers themselves certainly are trying to think a level deeper, but still haven't figured out how to go and really differentiate. And as I said in, in my presentation, you'll read if you check out the article, lots of other lawyers chimed in with their ideas. So it was amazing to see that people are starting to think about it, but not enough lawyers are thinking about it. Um, and that article was eye-opening for me and really helped kind of form and solidify uh, my opinion here. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. So the last thing I want to make sure we touch on is I recently have uh, gone after a software for a totally different non-practice management thing for the company I work for and um, working with all the salespeople and trying to figure out the best situation for our needs. I really liked that at the end of the presentation, you were like, hey, if you are going to talk to a salesperson, flip this around, this is what you need to be providing to them to get a better experience for you. Yes. My goal there was to kind of take the mask off of how people deal with salespeople. So I spent the first half talking about how you should be a better salesperson as a lawyer. And I thought it would be fair to say, let me swing it around and tell you how we as professional salespeople think about this. I think too many people think that uh, salespeople are kind of underhanded, they might have a bad reputation, they might not deliver uh, everything that they promise. And I wanted to open up and say that's absolutely not true. And to give uh, the listeners an opportunity to understand that like, this is what's important to us. If you understand it, it's a better negotiation, it's a better interaction, it's always a better outcome for both parties. And that's what I was hoping to impart, uh, you know, having been a sales guy in technology pretty much all of my career. Yeah, and you, yeah. Re and you really got it across. I mean, the, one of the things you mentioned about was just really, as a buyer, being upfront about your needs and your timeline and yeah. your budget and, and all of that stuff. And as a lawyer, like, wouldn't you want that for your clients too? If Absolutely. They yeah, it, it, there's so many parallels in both buying and selling. That's why I thought it was so relevant to turn it around that the way uh, technology salespeople specifically like to interact with whoever they're selling to, not just lawyers, but any business people, everybody wants to be upfront. Everybody wants to have a clear understanding of what's important to the other party. And pretty much all the time, you come up with a great outcome for both folks if everybody's open and honest. And that's why I wasn't scared to kind of open it up and let people see how a salesperson thinks. Uh, because we think it actually will make for better interactions. Too true. I Too absolutely true. agree. So before we close it out for today, I have one last question for you. If our listeners would like to follow up, how can they reach you? The best way to reach me is through LinkedIn. I am on there. Um, Steven Silberback, so it's just my name. I'm also, as you know, the SVP of sales at Clio. Can be easily reached uh, through our website there. And I would love people to connect. I'm passionate about talking about sales and value. So I welcome it and look forward to it. Wonderful. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guest, Stephen, for joining us today. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. 
If you like what you heard today, please rate us an Apple podcast. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.